Hey there, welcome to today's half pod mini podcast. You know how we do on the No Content Podcast. And by now you should if you listen. If you don't, well, this is how we do. So, But I just want to talk to you for just a minute about Isaiah chapter 1 and verse 18. It says this, Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. You know, God is not unreasonable. I said this in a podcast last week. God's not unreasonable. God is not uh, overburdening people and, and refusing to hear their cries, refusing to hear their pleas, refusing to hear them out. God is reasonable. God is gentle. He's kind. In fact, James tells us that the wisdom of God is easily entreated. And that is because it's of God. <laughs> the wisdom of God is that way because it's of Him. And He is easily entreated. God is a good God. But, you know, His reasoning, His intelligence is just so much higher than ours. And that's the reason why it's so hard for people to grasp it and comprehend it. And we, we, we rely on our little limited human knowledge. But the smartest thing you can ever do is listen to God and obey God. But I want to keep reading here. It says in verse 19, If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Well, I want to talk for a minute about willingness and what that means. You know, when it says you shall eat the good of the land, that means that there is a good of the land for you to eat. There is a good land that God has for you. There are good things that God has for you. Deuteronomy 8 talks about the good land that God brings us into. I'm bringing you into a good land. There's a place that God brings us into where, where we're abounding, we're prospering, we're doing good, things are going well, we're increasing. And God has that for each one of us. But here's a, an important key to enjoying that. It says, if you are willing and obedient. Well, you know, obedience is pretty self-explanatory. It's basically just doing what God says to do. It's just doing what you're told. I mean, you see this with kids. You know, they they are coerced through the threat of spankings or, or grounding or whatever the case is into obedience. And and maybe maybe they'll do the thing that they're told to do, but a lot of times they'll stick their lip out and make it very clear that they are anything but willing to do what they're told to do, even though they're obeying. And, you know, that is obedience. I mean, if you do what you are told to do, that is obedience. But he didn't just say to be obedient. He said, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Well, what does it mean to be willing? Well, first of all, in order to be willing, you have to know the will of the Lord. I talked about that in last week's mini podcast, that in order to know the will of the Lord, you have to find out what his will is, and that's how you are willing. But, you know, Jesus said um, in the garden, you know, the, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And he even said that, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. And we all have those moments when our will comes up against God's. <laughs> when, when the will of our flesh, the will of our soul, that it, it, it intersects and, and butts heads with the will of God. And we've all experienced that. We all know what that's like. But, you know, Jesus said the Spirit is willing, though. You know, in Philippians 2, it talks about how God works in us both to will and to do of His own good pleasure. So it's important to realize that God's will is in our heart. Our spirits will to do His will. There is a willingness in our spirit. There, there's a connection in our hearts between God's will 
and our will. There's a connection there. But so often people are dominated by the outward things. They're dominated by their soul. They're dominated by fear. And, and fear and, and um, the flesh or, or whatever the case is, it can harden your heart to the point that you're unwilling. You're not easily moved. And really the best definition of willingness is tenderness, is flexibility. It is not being stiff. It's not being hard to, to, to move this way or that way. It's, it's like a wheel that's been oiled. <laughs> it's something that moves easily, not moved by the world, not moved by outward things, but moved by the Holy Spirit. It reminds me in Psalm 34 how it says, don't be like a horse or a mule that require a bit and a brittle to make it come near you. In other words, God's saying, don't make me pull you. Don't make me, I don't, I don't want to have to push you to do my will. Like, like in the book of Acts, when it, when it says, Jesus said to Paul, why are you kicking against the goads? Why are you pressing against my will? This unwillingness, this push. And, and really, we're called to be like palm trees. Psalm 92 says that the righteous will flourish like a palm tree. Well, flourishing sounds like eating the good of the land. But you know the thing about palm trees is that they are flexible. They have a soft heart. They have a tender core. And that's actually the thing that causes them to withstand hurricane force winds when all these other trees are getting knocked over and knocked down and uprooted. It's that softness, that tenderness. And willingness is not getting attached to your own plan. Willingness is, is being flexible with the Holy Spirit. It's not hard for you to let go of this thing. It's not hard for you to let go of that thing. It's not hard for you to give this. It's not hard for you to move. It's not hard for you to, to change plans. Now, that doesn't mean you're erratic and just all over the place and you never you know, follow through in a commitment or anything like that. No, it's just this constant willingness with the Holy Spirit to follow His leading. It's a constant willingness to change, to adjust. To, to not conform to the world, but conform to His will. And, and it's so important to know this because this is a big part of eating the good of the land is being both willing and obedient. It's that tenderness, that willingness to follow Him. And you know, you hear people say things like, you know, well, well you know, uh, if you want to be willing, you just have to be willing to give up anything and you need to be willing to go to Africa and you need to be willing to give up your Isaac. You hear that a lot. Well, you never know when God's going to ask for your Isaac. You just never know when God's going to ask for that thing you love. You just never know. You need to be willing. And it almost carries this tone of fear and dread with it. You know what I mean? It, it almost carries this idea of, well, just enjoy it while it lasts because you just never know when God's going to ask for your Isaac. You never know when he's going to call you to go to Africa. Listen, I, I would be bold enough to say that most people who are called to go to Africa have a desire in their heart to go to Africa. Anybody that I've ever known that has done that, even though it wasn't easy in the flesh, that it was a desire that God put in their heart. You know, he works in us to will and to do of his own good pleasure. And I don't like when that thing carries the tone of fear and dread because God is not the thief. And God is not the one who's taking away good things and blessings in your life. I did a podcast a while back called Isaacs and Ishmael's where I talked about how if it's a good thing and God's asked you to lay it down, it's only because he's going to bring it back in a better condition or when you're in a better condition. Or if it's an Ishmael, it means that God took it out of your life to make room for something better that he has. Or God I told you to lay it down for that reason. And, and so God is not the one stealing things from us. He's not the one taking things away. 
and, and you people, you know, they say that, you know, about Isaac, but you know, Abraham didn't offer Isaac unwillingly. No, no, no. He, he did it in faith because he trusted God and he knew that even if he had to raise up Isaac from the dead, God was faithful to his promise. And he knew he was not going to lose Isaac. I want to make a quick statement to you. Just because you offer something up to God doesn't mean you lose it. In fact, Jesus said, he who will lose his life will find it. In other words, what you release to God, you don't lose it. It's actually safer than it's ever been. What you offer to God is more secure and safe than it was in your hands. And just to sum this up, willingness is trust in God. Giving up your Isaac, quote unquote, offering up your Isaac, the things that you love, that you care about, all it means is you trust God with it. You worship him with your trust. Trust is worship. And, and by saying, God, I trust you with this. I trust you to take care of this. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of losing this. I'm not afraid that you're going to take this away from me. I trust you with it. Honestly, that's what pleases God is that trust. And that is what real willingness is because fear and dread will make your hard heart and it'll make you unwilling. And that's one of the reasons why people don't eat the good of the land is because they won't, they won't release things to God. They hold things with a tight grip because they don't trust God. They're afraid. They're afraid of losing it. But we don't have to be afraid. God is trustworthy. And if we want to be willing and obedient, we have to trust him with our life. We have to trust him with what we care about. We have to trust him with the desires of our heart. And we have to be flexible and willing and not hold on to things out of fear. But say, God, I trust you. You've got this. And it doesn't mean that we don't have a responsibility in it. But it simply means that we are willing. We are, our hearts are tender. We're easily moved by the Holy Spirit. And we don't get attached to our own plans, our own ideas, what we thought this was going to look like, what we thought that was going to look like. No, we're just open. We're willing. We're tender-hearted because we trust Him. And that's where the peace is. That's where the joy is. That's where the satisfaction is. And if we will be willing and obedient, if we will be tender-hearted, and if we will trust God, we will eat the good of the land that He has for us.